0: Welcome to the Wonderful World of Dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from the Wonderful World of Dance, and today I'm so excited to have ballet dancer Tala Lee Turton joining us, who's the third ever British female to break through the Bolshoi Ballet Academy. So I'm really excited to hear from Tala about living and dancing in Russia, her upcoming performances in the UK as she tours with her ballet company and I'm welcoming Tala. Hi, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: So you're in Russia at the moment, is that right? Yeah,
1: that's right. I'm in Astrakhan.
0: Which is the name of the state ballet company? Yeah,
1: that's the that's the place where the Ateljans State Theatre of Opera and Ballet is. Um, it's a state-funded theatre, and um, I feel really lucky because it's a big, beautiful uh, theatre um, with um, with lots of amazing facility, and I'm really happy working here.
0: So, before we talk more about. Life in the company, which I can't wait Uh to hear all about. Um, You're 21 now, but tell us, when did you start dancing and what made you take up ballet in the first place?
1: Um, Well, I started when I was um, four years old and really it was just because my mum thought it would be, you know, something good for me to do when I was little. So that was why I started and then it just got more serious as my dance teachers decided I ought to push it further maybe well for starters i did well in some exams and they thought i should go to some associate programs and from there everyone auditioned for vocational schools at 11 and then it was while i was um 14 that i started training with some russian teachers um, at bristol russian ballet school and my teachers um yuri Demakov and chika tema did helped me Put a video together to audition for the Balshai Ballet Academy. I sent that, and um, that was where it all started for me. From there, training in, in the Russian style.
0: Wow, that's quite a quite a journey. But what made mm. you, you or your mom choose the Russian style in the first place uh, in your um, local, local area?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well. Um, I guess it was just, it was circumstance and through people that I knew that I started training with Yuri and Chica at Bristol Ocean Ballet School. And they were just such fantastic teachers, um, helping me, um, address my weaknesses, build on my strengths through this amazing style that I'd never, I'd never, um, experienced before that it suddenly clicked and I really fell in love with, um, the expression that, um, comes with the style and um, and the real focus on certain things that I hadn't really paid as much attention to before, such as turnout and um, really using my upper body and arms in a confident, expressive way. Um, so I guess it was um, from that moment, I just thought, well, it has to be the Russian style for me, but getting to that point was kind of lucky. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's, a, that's incredible that you've gone to a local Russian uh, ballet training school um, and actually wound up at the Bolshoi Academy. You you mentioned that you sent off a video for the audition. Was that the entire audition process? Were you accepted as a result of that? Tell us about the process.
1: Yeah, well, um, it was pretty much that. It was a very strict, um, uh, there were very strict requirements for the video but that was all I had to do. So luckily it wasn't a case of me having to fly over to Russia just for the audition, um, but um, but it, it was just, it was a full class and variation that I had to send to them.
0: And how did you feel when you found out that you had been successful?
1: Um, you know, it's the funniest thing. I was kind of, I was super shocked and it didn't fully sink in until i actually got there um because i um i mean it, it was um i was at a point in my uh training where i thought something needs to change otherwise maybe i'll stop it was it was a a bit of a fork in the road so i thought this is an experience i've got to grasp with both hands and whatever happened, yeah, you know, I'm ready for anything. So I was—I numb is the wrong word, but I can i could i wasn't in touch with what I was feeling necessarily. <laughs> and tell
0: us about your first few weeks or months when you, in Russia you're at the Bolshoi Ballet Academy. What were what was going through your mind, or what were you experiencing? How did you feel? What was it like?
1: Well, it was obviously a whole, um, culture shock. It was, um, it was really fantastic just to be surrounded by this completely new language, new way of life, you know, little things that you think you take for granted in the UK. You realize actually they're very specific to the UK that these traits and these little things that we do our way of life. Um, and it really opened my eyes. It was it was great that no one really speaks English to you apart from other international students. So you get thrown in at the deep end and um and you just get to immerse yourself in it. It was it was really exciting actually. It was it you know, I suddenly I would wake up every morning really excited to start the day and to learn more, both Russian language and technique you know it was it was a really exciting time
0: and are you now fluent in Russian and the Russian technique
1: yeah (laughs) I'm definitely yeah I would say I am fluent in in the language and uh, well the technique you can always learn more but I've um You know, it's those building blocks of that, of the Vaganova method um, just set you up for for anything, for all other styles, which I'm really open to and starting to explore as well more now. But those are really the foundations, that Russian style technique that that just made everything in the ballet world make sense to me, (laughs) technique-wise.
0: And what were the other students like? You say that you were able to communicate with those who spoke English in the early Mm -hmm. days until you developed your Russian language. But how did you go about, you know, getting to know the other dancers who were, you know, they're from their hometowns?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I mean, obviously, uh, at first I thought, oh, this is going to be hard. Um, I was quite aware of of this sort of facade um a cold facade at first but after after a a few weeks a month or so you realize that actually that's all it is it's a facade and once you let that melt away once you you show that you know you put yourself forwards you realize that russian people in general um a really, really warm-hearted people, and uh, without trying to stereotype stereotype or anything, um, I actually found that a lot of Russian people are really similar to a lot of Northern British people in their mannerisms and stuff like that. So that was that was actually really great for me, being from the north of England. So,
0: so tell us about. Um some of your highlights that you may have had um, while you're at the, the ballet school were there some particular moments or um, that you thought would, you know that you tre- sort of would treasure forever
1: Well, I guess two things really that are kind of linked were anytime we got to dance on the stage so we did lots of performances for um, you know graduation performances things like that, and the little ones in the middle of the year those were always fantastic because. Uh, you know, I love to perform, and that's what you're training for, right? Um, but also, I did competitions, and for that, I really, really enjoyed the um, the training process, um, the preparation towards the competitions. that I would spend with my teacher working on my solos and uh, and stuff like that, um, because it was it was really, really uh, rewarding for me to feel the the build. Uh, in the in preparing these variations and how i would start off uh you know not feeling fully confident in the variation and by the end it would i would feel like i'd uh i'd we'd built layer upon layer of um of corrections on these little nuances and details and and I just felt so much more stronger of a stronger dancer by the end of it so that was great and actually let's make it three things because my final exams were um were just the greatest greatest things ever to uh, when we finished them of course we were so relieved but doing them um was was really, really exciting. My favorite probably was the the duet exam, which um, my mum got to see, um, as well as some friends they came to watch. And, um, and I say the duet exam because that was m- most like a performance. It was uh, our teacher, um, he kind of choreographed it all to be a bit of a show with lots of tricks and stuff. So it was really fun.
0: It does sound like fun and how wonderful that your mum was able to come over and see you. Oh, yeah,
1: that was really special.
0: (laughs) Did you have a lot of homesickness, um, you know, with your mum still here in the UK and you're in Russia?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and still now it's a big sacrifice not to be living at home, but, um, well, what can I say? I I enjoy dancing so much that um, I know that this is – it's the right thing to do when when you know I, I get that high f- after a performance and stuff and and I know that seeing as I'm touring soon in the UK you know my friends and family they will get to see me and I'll get to see them so it's um it's not such a the distance isn't so far as it perhaps once was.
0: <laughs> yeah so you graduated um quite recently mm-hmm. um, tell us about um, that stage in your in your in your life, did you audition for many companies? Uh, tell us how you ended up um, with the the company you're with now.
1: Well, I decided that I wanted to work first of all with a couple of touring companies. I worked out a couple of touring companies in Moscow and uh, Saint Petersburg because I wanted to get a lot of experience um, and dance a lot. And I knew I would do that if I went on lots of tours, um, which I did. And then uh, drew halfway through the year, I approached Asfahan um, because my, uh, well, I, it was a friend who had told me, why not just take this opportunity uh, on the grapevine, kind of. And, and yeah, and the director... Konstantin Uralski, said he would take me on. Um, and when I saw the theatre, I thought, you know, wow, I'd really love to have um, a stable place like this with these sorts of um, facilities. Um, and so, so, yeah, so I, I did um, the, the end of the season last year and then uh, came back with a, with a full contract for the whole of this year.
0: Congratulations, that's absolutely fantastic. And what are you performing here in the UK whilst you're on tour?
1: We're doing Swan Lake, Nutcracker and Romeo and Juliet. So, And, and that's, that's Uralski's own Romeo and Juliet.
0: And which of the roles will you play? Do you know which one's you your dance?
1: Yeah, um there'll be mixed casts but um I will be dancing uh Cygnets and Neapolitan in Swan Lake. Nutcracker, Worcester uh, it, it's not fully decided yet and um in uh, in Romeo and Juliet I get to dance one of the street dancer acrobat sort of girls Classic. so <laughs> um,
0: do you have a favorite role are you either performing here or ones that mm. you have rehearsed for either competition or for your exams
1: well uh, i do i really love signets and neapolitan in swan lake because they're such classics particularly signets um but from my competitions i loved dancing um, henriette from raymonda um I think uh, my teacher always used to say that that was the the variation that suited me the best. So I um, I would say that one, yeah.
0: <laughs> and how are you finding company life? How's the transition been between ballet school into joining the company with with the the contract? How's life?
1: Um, it, it's great, actually. It's a, it's um, it's really really um, amazing to have this freedom to look after yourself because when you're a student uh you spend a lot of time thinking you have to please the teacher um and you don't fully realize that actually you are your own person even before you're a dancer and you know yourself best um so now I feel pretty comfortable with the fact that I trained so relentlessly at the at the Bolshoi and I mean it really was uh, it was tough training it was really really full-on and after that I feel like I I have a an understanding of of my body that um that enables me to to really optimize my uh my class every day so that I can uh I can rehearse as well as I can and I also feel like I've earned it, <laughs> kind of. After after those years, those five years uh, at the ball show.
0: So, talk us through what would be well, what would have been one of your typical days at the Bolshoi? show. Tell us about that.
1: Um. Well, I would, um, particularly in my uh, in my final year, I was I would sometimes do gymnastics in the morning, so an hour before class at nine. Um as in our day started at 9 and then um, we would do a mixture it, um, our ballet class actually was at 11 but before that we would always have some sort of academic class and then we would we would have a mixture of either you know duet character uh acting um and other uh, russian language classes and other academic classes right up until um about Six half sixish, and then there would most likely be rehearsals until about eight in the in the evening, after a a little quick dinner break. (laughs) Wow,
0: that is a very long day, isn't it? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's quite a long day. and, And now looking back, I mean, we still have long days now, but it's different when you're rehearsing for for a a show or dancing in a show in the evening but now I look back and think of all those hours just training I mean it was definitely worth it I I had um you know it's it feels really I don't know what I would have done without it um but now I think gosh I I don't think I could do it again
0: (laughs) (laughs) and how many days a week did you train
1: um six days a week
0: and tell us what did you do on your son, Presumably on your Sundays.
1: I would cook a massive brunch with a microwave, I'll add. We, did, we didn't have a proper kitchen, so I got really creative with the microwave. And I would make a massive brunch, spend ages eating that, watching a film, sleep, and then it would be Monday again. <laughs>
0: Start all over again. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you looking forward to most this year with the company?
1: Um. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to the tour and possibility of other tours that we have been told about later on. So that'll be nice to do with the travelling. Um, but um, there are also talks about some new um, new productions and. Um, and, but really I guess because I danced a lot already I've been given a lot of opportunities to dance a lot um, and I already danced a lot of roles in the just in the two months I did last year but there are still um, there's still more that I can do in those productions so I just want to I want to really um, mind the repertoire of the um, of the shows that the that we've already got so far and there are a lot of um, Neoclassical works that um, Konstantin Uralski has uh, has choreographed himself, Um, and they're really interesting. You know, you you don't get them with one just dancing them once. You have to dance them a few times to fully understand uh, how they should be danced and um, what the the movements actually mean. So that's going to be really interesting because only experience can can give you that. Plus things like like signets, they take a lot of work you need to really build that experience um, and work with the other girls who've danced it already for five or more years so that's that's obviously the the key thing in any um, real classical role that I'm looking forward to
0: and on your website when I was um, checking you out before we had a chat today (laughs) um, it says you are dancer choreographer model and coach Ah, yeah different sides to you
1: well I'll start at the end so coaching comes about because um, every time I come home I try to um, hold master classes or private lessons um, for the um, f- for the young um, people training in bands who um, and and well in Yorkshire who haven't you know like like I was there there isn't a sort of um there's nowhere to go for russian style training up north as as I know of yet um so I wanted to give back to the community kind of the um from where I came from and um provide something that I know for sure isn't there now wasn't there when when I was training so that that's where the coaching comes from um the the modeling is um, just because i've had a lot of love nice photos taken from very lovely talented photographers and some of them have been used for um, uh, for things like harlequin flowers. so yep. that's that Great bit. british um,
0: company
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, and then the the choreography it uh, comes about because i've i've recently um, begun to explore it as um, as a as a further um, you know option in in my career. I'm really interested in in creating things myself, and as a dancer, you you're often well if you don't choreograph anything, you're always dancing other people's work. Um, whereas a lot of things interest me, and um, and I, I love to uh, to see dance taken to new levels different uh, in different directions so I wanted to I wanted to start developing that myself I wanted to start again building my own experiences through choreography because obviously the best choreographers don't just suddenly appear it's a lot of hard work yeah. and um they've crea- they create a lot of a lot of uh, pieces so I am um, yeah i just um i thought that i would um put some of my ideas into two films that i did in the summer that i've now um uploaded and they're on my my instagram and facebook accounts um that's instagram tala and turton and facebook tala and uh, ballet and um and, and, and so, yeah, I, they're, they're my experiments, kind of, as, as of yet, but it's something I really want to pursue.
0: That's absolutely brilliant, and I think it's so great that at, a, at a, such a, a young age, at the beginning of your career, you're already giving consideration and planning for some potential um, options for later on in your dance life, which is a fantastic way to, to be looking across the horizon. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to um, ask you, through all of that and through you know, looking towards your future, what are your, your ultimate dreams or ultimate um, goals? What type of career are you ho- hoping to have? Do you look towards a particular, um, another dancer whose career you'd love to emulate or do you have your own type of career in mind?
1: Well... I, I admire a load of different dancers um and uh, I, I mean I'm mainly admire the ones that are the bravest that really push boundaries and I guess that's that's what I'd like to do as well I believe that um dance can easily get stuck in the past that um, it doesn't necessarily always move forwards or the uh, rate that other arts are moving forward um, and and uh, and I believe that only new uh, new blood can do that so I would like to be part of uh, without sounding too pretentious part of that movement of of pushing pushing ballet classical dance and um, more into the current you know viewpoint of of our public nowadays. Um, yeah, I that would be my dream. <laughs> well,
0: I think that's a, an admirable and um, a dream which I think a lot of people would support, uh, particularly your view about moving ballet and classical ballet forward in, at a rate of other arts I think is a wonderful perspective and a, and a, a great uh, goal to be working towards and I and I can imagine that you will be part of that that movement as, as you say
1: Ah, uh, thank you
0: so my final question which i always love to ask um mm-hmm. and given that you are from up north you know quite a small town Barnsley not too far mm-hmm. from um the love of my life. Um, um, uh-huh. I'm a big fan of the Northerners, uh, North, oh, North oh, England, God. for those who are listening <laughs> around the world. Um, <laughs> so what advice would you give, um, given where you are at your career and the fact that you've moved all the way to Russia and with the Bolshoi and, and with your first company? What advice would you give to other dancers who are listening um, or watching um, you talk today and thinking, wow, I imagine I'd love to be able to do that. That would be incredible to pick up and, and move somewhere across the world and <laughs> join a company. What advice would you give to a younger dancer?
1: I, I would say don't be afraid to give it a try. There's nothing stopping you but yourself. So, um, you know, have the confidence to believe in yourself and push yourself to places you you might think are impossible because really everything anything is possible if you have the will and determination behind it
0: that's absolutely fantastic advice and Mm -hmm. i just want to thank you so much for talking with us today and sugars for your 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 (laughs) uk tour and for the rest of your your year i'm 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 sure you'll be happy to see your, your mum, friends and family as well. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot.
0: And if those of you who are in the UK and want to um, check out uh, Tala, one of her performances, you can Google for their tour across the UK. And um, as Tala mentioned, don't forget to follow her on her social media Facebook and Instagram.
1: Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.